0: Join the big show Friday at the warehouse two to seven. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. (laughs) Boom. DJ and PK, it's time to talk college football with a college football insider, Riley Jensen, who joins us in studio today. You guys just I,
1: I heard you guys on the radio earlier this morning. You just seemed a little down. So I thought I'd be, you know, a big of cherries for you. I thought I'd be a little bit of sunshine on maybe a dreary day. You guys have been up early. You've been working hard. I've been doing radio. PK's (laughs) been talking about swagger all morning, and I just don't, I'm not feeling it from him. Like, he says swagger. I'm not really feeling it from him. Yeah, there's the door. (laughs) (laughs) See what I mean, Jake? I mean, what do I got to do? What do I got to do to pick you guys up? I mean, do I got to yell at the microphone here?
2: No, we don't need one guy who yells. That's me. That's my job. Oh. It's like that Kevin Hart. I'm not trying to take your job. Guys, right across the shrubs. Why are you yelling? Kevin says, It's what
1: I do. (laughs) (laughs) My wife thinks I'm constantly yelling. I'm like, What? I'm just talking. Just talking right? with passion. That's talking. it, man. I, I hear you. I'm a loud person. Did you not catch that memo yeah, that's when fault. we were dating? Right. Right. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> 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 Wrong answer. That, that would go really well with my New York, New Jersey wife. That would go really well. Right back at you. Oh, actually, my please, gosh. please get back in the kitchen, please. <laughs> can't even, ima- you I- sure I can't even a imagine a scenario where that goes well for me at all.
0: Not one. Here's a scenario that's going well for you. New coach comes in, 3-0. and Let's go! Down double digits, big deal. Got them right where we want them, literally. Dude. I did. I, I. There's no way anyone would have scripted this or predicted this the way it's no, no, no. Out. I, I did this not is... predict
1: three. No, I did predict a win against Air Force though. I, I. I felt good about that because I felt like this is a team that can outscore them, hmm. and I really feel like with Air Force, if you can if you can stay in the game, eventually you can outscore them if you get a couple of stops, right? But that, look, I don't know what's going on in the water up there. I don't know exactly. I did feel it when I would watch the practices up there that there was like, but I I thought it was like, new coach, new vibe, everybody's trying to buy in, you're just trying to, but they're playing that way. It's it's a faster team, it's a team that's playing with excitement, it's a team, I mean, Justin Rice is really fun to watch. I mean, that guy had 14 tackles. He has an interception, a forced fumble, two tackles for loss. I mean, he just wakes up on Saturdays and dominates on defense. And when you have a guy like that in the middle of the defense, it it really is contagious to the rest of the team. And then you got, you know, you got Logan Bonner, you got Peasley. It doesn't matter who you put in there; those guys are playing hard and fast. You got receivers all over the place. And then if if you think this is a team that can't run the ball. They they actually are running the ball really well. I mean, they had 250 yards rushing against uh, Washington State. They had a, a bunch of yards against Air Force. It's just it's really refreshing to watch. And look, if you're in the state of Utah, I know that ever I know that the Kyle Whittingham formula works. I know that the Kalani Satake formula works. I know that you recruit. LDS return missionaries, Polynesian athletes, and then another third of the team is from around the country, wherever you decide to recruit, and it's a great formula. I'm sorry, but it's not very fun for me to watch University of Utah offense sometimes, and sometimes it's not very fun. It hasn't been very fun for me to watch Utah State offense. It is freaking fun to watch Utah State football on offense. I mean, there are plays being made every single series. It's never a three and out. There's if you don't make it, it's like oh, we just we just barely missed it. Wait till we get out there again. We're gonna have a chance. To, it's just fun. It's fun, and I. I'm an offensive guy. I'm always going to lean a little bit. About, I mean, look, Lavelle Edwards said the greatest defense is a great offense. And I've always believed that. I mean, dude, I was like nine years old when he said it. Like, why wouldn't I believe in Lavelle Edwards? He's the greatest coach ever in the history of the state of Utah, right? I don't know. I'm fired up. You got me be talking about the Aggies early. You got me. I'm pumped. Well, Anderson has an extensive background offensively.
2: You look at his track record. This is who he is. He's been a quarterback coach. He's been an offensive coordinator. So obviously, he's going to have an offensive philosophy because that's who he's going to be. Whittingham, where did he come from? He came on the other side of the ball. So that's who you're going
1: to be, right? Uh, well, but I thought, but listen, I thought Matt Wells would be a little bit more innovative offensively. He was an offensive guy, but he adopted Gary's formula, and I and I and I think that's okay. Like, look, I'm not. I, There's more than one way to win a football game. This is the way I like to win football game. I understand that. It's more exciting to the fan. Yeah. Well,
2: that's exactly what I said to Blake on Monday, right? I said, man, thanks a lot, because your games are sure entertaining. I'm I, I heard that Fire.
1: interview. He yeah. sounded stressed. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I'll tell right. you what, man.
2: I'd like to do it a little bit different than right, the way we're doing it. because he's judged by wins and losses. I'm right. not. Right. I want to be entertained. Sports is nothing more than entertainment. Are you
1: not entertained Absolutely. by Utah State? There's no board.
2: question. Absolutely. And where am I going to be Saturday morning? Well, I'm going to be... Right, just like all three of us are. <laughs> 10 a.m. watching CBS. Yeah, I want to see what they can do. I want to see their State. offensive philosophy. And can they do the same thing that they have been doing? Because it's been getting better, too. Even the game against the non-D1-er, getting down se- or 21-7. Thinking, uh-oh. No, that was entertaining, too. Even easily come in at the end of the game and break out a 60-yarder
1: up the up the gut. That was fun. It's. I, I'll tell you what. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with like college football and NFL football, but I'm totally excited about it. And I and I think if you're if you're a young quarterback in the state of Utah, and I know that there's not like a ton of like, I mean there are there are 12 you, to 18 year olds you, listening, you're but
2: they're going to go to California. But if yeah, you're yeah, well, if you're a young
1: quarterback though, and you're watching <laughs> Jackson Dart, you're watching Utah State football, you're watching BYU football, you're watching Utah football. Think to yourself: Do you need to be ready if you're the second string quarterback? Oh yeah. <laughs> just watch. Right. I mean, Jackson Dart football. came in, and I'm telling you, was lights out in three quarters. He threw for 391 yards and four touchdowns. Right? You got you, you, you got swag man from the University of Utah that comes. He's in got and plays swag. Well. I don't know if I've told you. <laughs> does he have? Does he? Ha, does yes. Cam Rising yes. have swag? I don't yes. know if you told me. And then and then you look, and then you go to Jaron Hall, who gets dinged up on one play. Baylor Romney comes in, throws a touchdown. Right, Uh, It's just, it's all over the place. I mean, there's all kinds of examples, and it's just really fun for me to see guys that are actually ready. Peasley at Utah State, Logan Bonner gets banged up. He was like eight for nine for like 90 yards and a touchdown. He gets pulled back out. I'd be... Ticked. I was stunned. I'm I was sure. stunned too. But you know I'm what? I'm thinking
2: he's transferring to Utah.
1: <laughs> he, well, you know he's still got his red shirt left if he just transfers before the fourth game, right? Like is that mm-hmm. is that what we're all saying right? Before now? he plays for, right? Yeah. All right. So has he week, played in every game? He's played three. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He has. He has. Yeah. he has. yeah. Good for them, man. Anyway, it's fun. Like, dude. Then you got Tom Brady. Just, I mean, how old is that guy? Forty. I can't even four. believe how freaking good he is. He's so good, and he, I know everybody hates him. And I look every time you tell me you hate him, you're jealous because he has a supermodel wife. You're jealous. You're just jealous. Don't tell me that he sucks. Don't tell me he's no good. Don't tell me he's overrated because you're just jealous. Like don't even. Ha- I, I don't even want to have a conversation with anybody about Tom Brady. Sorry, I'm going off on tangents here. I, I didn't mean to do that. What do you think of our what we, the discussion we've been having?
2: As far as I believe Utah should stick to the formula that had made has made them extremely successful. If you want transfer quarterbacks, fine, but get them like Cam was a freshman. This Jackson kid also from Jackson's Texas, freshman. freshman. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Costelli. He's still way down on the depth chart. He'll, maybe he'll have his time. I don't know, but. If you're going to get these guys, stay away from the one and doneers because they're basically over two in the last 2 years and particularly this year
1: well, they're, they're They've
2: for... wasted all this time with this kid when they could have been developing Cam
1: Rising even more so. Yeah, but they're 0 for two at Utah. It's not. It's not o for around the country. I mean, yeah, but 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 this is a against Utah's model of
2: getting guys in the program, developing them, and then particularly on defense when they barely play as a freshman, as a sophomore, they develop it into first or second day draft picks. their program is about development. Ohio State's program is about winning with NFL guys. So you can get moved. Justin Fields can go from Georgia to Ohio State and Burroughs can go from Ohio State down to uh, Louisiana and those types of things. But they're on a different level. I, I, I don't necessarily like that Utah with these quarterbacks are getting out of the game's most important position. You're getting out of the formula that you've used and used so successfully. And at this position, and it's like, well, sure, you want to come? Come on. Yeah, you come, you come, you come. And you'll be here. Uh, you're not really a Ute. You're just uh, coming in because you think you can play. And the second you can't
1: play, you're out the door. Well, listen, I... I hear you. I hear that that has been for a long time. I've been kind of refreshed with Kyle lately because I think he's been open to trying something new. I think, I think it's been an okay, okay experiment. I mean, really, like, how bad are you really hurt by this? Like, you're not really hurt that bad. It's it's two games, three games. Now you know it's Cam Rising. You know what I mean? Like, you you're you're in a good spot. What what? You lost a guy. Yeah, but I mean, you wasted. You.
2: He couldn't play spring ball, so you got me there. But you wasted all training camp. Yeah, but you wasted even if he was games. at spring,
1: even if he was at spring ball, the the the, the mentality and the attitude of the University of Utah is everybody has to compete for their position. So so whether Cam Rising was competing against this guy or whether he was competing against the next guy, he's competing you against see, somebody, that, and he's only going to get half the reps, and they're never going to give it to him to say, "Hey, Cam, you're the guy." It's just yeah, not I, the way Kyle works. Yeah, and so get... and so I I kind of like the experiment. What did you really lose? It's one year. It's like it's not even a whole semester you lost. Well, I think that they,
0: you know, Kyle's coming up towards the end of his career here. And the fan base wants a conference title. Kyle wants a conference title. And the problem is the Tuttles and the Shelleys and however many other young guys I can't remember off the top of my head who have transferred out. The quarterback room, makes air quotes, is empty. And you think you got a pretty good team. You feel like you need an experienced quarterback to win, so I get why they've gone and done it. But go back to the question of, because PK's right about how they develop guys, but they're not developing guys. Guys are bailing before they can develop. They're not holding on to whatever. They're, they get in a box where you only recruit one quarterback because if you recruit a second one, the first one won't come. But then the first one leaves. Shelly left, Tuttle left. So you don't
1: have guys staying in the program getting better. And I think that might be a bigger issue. I think one of the things that... that so I, I know that Jackson Dart was offered by the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. But they wanted to keep, keep it quiet so that it didn't stop somebody else. Well, they lost him because of that. They, they lost him. Like They didn't get Jackson Dart because they said, Hey, we're offering you, but let's not make a big deal. You think that's the reason why he didn't go there? I think I think I don't think it's the only reason but I think it tilted the sky I mean look his dad played for the University of Utah if there's a guy that I talk to all the time that is really interested in the Utah program it's Brandon Dart uh huh you know what I mean, and so I think it tilts it a little bit. So they I mean, didn't show him enough love, or what's the point? Yeah, I think it was laid. I think it was kind of like, well, okay, I mean, late. You are you late offered? can
0: be an issue, but if you're good at quarterback and USC, and this is my bias, growing up in San Diego, and they're on TV, and there's USC alums all over the place. But if USC comes in and says, "Look at all the guys who gotten drafted. Look at all the guys who won a Heisman."
1: Yeah. It, but, I mean, but, I, but, I don't but, know how the Utes oh, compete
0: with that. But okay, I think they're okay, going to lose.
1: Okay, maybe, maybe against USC. But well, that's who it was, though. It well, was USC. Well, but 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 when they offered, it, it had been just BYU. Then, then, then it's a quiet offer, and then it's like, okay, well, do you love me or do you not love me? Do you, do you, do you want to put a ring on my finger or do you not want to put a ring Ooh, on my finger? And Beyonce? I He's Beyonce over here. <laughs> no, so what, I, what I'm saying is, is why yeah. not put your best foot forward and do the same thing that you do with quarterbacks when they come into your program and say, may the best man win. May the toughest guy outlast the next guy that really wants to be in our program. But no, they're trying to play this like, oh, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be so true, tried yeah. and true to Jack Tuttle. So I'm not gonna offer Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? And then we're gonna offer somebody else okay, that was undercover. A mistake. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? A mistake. Like, sure. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. if you want if you want true competition, if you want true quarterbacks, you gotta be willing to just go out there and put your best foot forward. Now you Which may is lose what S C did. Listen, you may lose to USC— you may lose to USC because because it's Lady USC. USC. Yeah. But but the thing that USC had working against it is there was two other freshman quarterback that yeah, yeah. had been offered, and That's he still saying. went. Because you want to talk about swagger, go talk to Jackson Dart for five minutes. For five minutes. That's swagger. That dude has swag. Now, it's in the hair. Tuttle's got the, our, uh, <laughs> rising's got the got no, huh. I'm Andre, just telling Andre, you, it's in his freaking arm. That dude. Anyway, I, I can go off on, on Jackson Dart and local talent. And I'm not saying that Utah's going to get every kid that they want and all that kind of stuff. But put your best foot forward. Like, say, hey, dude, we are way interested in you. As a Corner cannon quarterback, we, we want you. We want you to come to the University of Utah. We want you to change the culture. We want you to take us to a Pac-12 South title and a Pac-12 championship and a Rose Bowl. You can do it from Utah. Like, say it. Of course you can. Act like you want it. I believe you can. I know you can listen. I listen. I'll tell you this: uh, Zach Wilson, Jackson Dart, Devin Brown, some of these guys are going on to play right now and playing well. Cam Cam Cooper at Washington State. He hasn't played yet, but he'll get his chance eventually somewhere. I don't know if it'll be at Washington State. He's graduated now, and. It's not going great, but he'll play somewhere. These guys go and play good places. There's there's guys in this state right now that, that that get offers that aren't as good as guys that ten years ago didn't get offers or got an offer to Snow College, and they're getting major Division one offers. And I'm like, those those guys going and playing on the next level have done more for future quarterbacks in the state of Utah than you can even imagine just by playing well. On well, the, the next Utes got to start getting some. I
2: mean, but they that, will. That's great. They will. If they don't get you in the program, what does it matter? I mean, Jackson Dart is meaningless to Utah. In fact, he's actually a detriment to Utah. Right. Because they're going to have to play against him. Oops.
1: <laughs> and he looked obviously looked really good. Yeah, and look, Jackson Dart's going to have a couple of struggles here and there, just like everybody else does. But... Boy, man, that was an impressive debut. And, and you'd like to have a guy like that in the program in the state of Utah. But you've got to put your best foot forward if you're going to get a guy like that. You've got to lay it down and just say, hey, Yeah, but know I, you're I, legit. you take a look at the dart example, you know, it, it, and nothing against a kid. But if he's
2: so good and has a swagger, why do he leave his high school to go down to play for care? I mean, it makes me wonder a little bit there. I mean, if you're good, you're good. I make you. You don't make me. True, and I'm not talking true, to DJ, but right do you now. think that
1: if he played his senior year at Roy, he's getting all the offers that he got? If you're good, you're good, man. you are, but but if you don't get seen because your team barely goes to the and to the it, playoffs. And I don't blame
2: the kid doing it for one second. I would have done it. absolutely. yeah, but my line of thinking is he's outstanding and he looks like he's going to be a stud. I'm so excited for his future, and I love watching him play. But when you look at what SC S steps SC's SC right, there's and then their are big time program. But he's going to go there under Graham Harrell and gonna throw the ball fifty times. There's no way and you know what they're going to throw the ball fifty times here.
1: No back you no. changed its whole philosophy. No, but you, but but Tyler Huntley's playing really well, and I and I have some inside sources that Baltimore Ravens they love Tyler Huntley like Tyler Huntley. It would not surprise me if he's a starting quarterback in the NFL sometime in his career. Right. Because they love him. And if they trade him, they're going to talk about how much they love him and how good he is. Then look, Tyler Huntley didn't put yeah, up gigantic it, stats, but he can play in the NFL out of Utah. But why not like that?
2: Compared to Harold. See, I under, I get fully why the kid went from Roy to Corner Canyon. I supported a 100%. Because he knows he's going to get into an offense that's going to allow him to flourish to the best of his ability. And that's the same
1: thing SC. between Utah and USC. That's what I'm saying. So he goes, right. because now
2: it's not about succeeding at SC. Now he's doing the same thing he did from high school, put himself in the best position to get the most exposure. Now he wants to go to a program that's going to give him the best exposure for the NFL. That's not Utah. That's SC yet. because they're going to throw the ball like
1: crazy. So, He went to SC for the yet. same if reason Utah, why he went to Corner Canyon. But if Utah, and it worked but if, stunningly successful. But if Utah breaks through in the Pac-12 South and wins a Pac-12 championship, it changes that, it changes that dynamic. Uh, SC doesn't it have does. to win. They don't have to win every year because they've been to Rose Bowls. They've been to all that kind of stuff. But I feel like Utah, if they break through there— they're, I, ju- I just don't see them things.
2: changing their offensive philosophy. With They believe that if they're going to break through, it's going to be because of their philosophy. Not to change it. And SC, Clay Helton, by bringing in Harrell, radically changed what we, according well, Pointing what do you do? To DJ, well, then, okay. watched
1: for years that's, and years growing that's up. That's fine. That's fine. So what do you do? Do you fire Wit? Because I don't think you should fire Whit. Oh, no. Heck no. I don't think you should. I mean, there's people out there talking about it. And I'm like, who? What? What kind of bizarre world am I living in where you've already turned on Kyle Whittingham for yeah. two losses? Like, you've got to be freaking crazy. Well, actually, I think there's a, a group of you people can be critical, which is loud. critical, but it's not fire win there's, time. There's a group, group of people, my
0: mind. there's a group of people who's loud, but I don't think it's that big of a group. But they're
1: loud. Dude, it's surprisingly loud and surprisingly right, bigger Right, and at the same I time,
0: thought. I was watching people on Twitter last night complaining about what it's costing to get tickets on the 2nd market to the Ute game. There's plenty of people who are on board. That's why that plays in the game. No, no, I, I, I guess Bro. I'm just, I, Really, but I'm surprised but there's even upset. one
1: person seeing, seeing Fire win. I'm not, because
0: nah. it's, it's 2021 and this is just the way it is. Yeah. And, and it's people who are like, well, he wins nine, a little better than nine, 9.2 games a year, or whatever, for six years, but he doesn't have a commerce title.
1: So if you don't have well, I'd rather be Tyler nine win Kyle than seven win Steve <laughs> Sarkeesian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what his nickname was there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, All right, and DJ then you break every once in a while for eleven. Since you're here, you got one more segment. Yeah, I
0: ready? can do one more. All right, one more segment, and we'll talk about BYU and their three and start and where it's going from here, and we'll do that next. Stay with us.
1: Now let's get this party started. This is
3: Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Blake Anderson, head coach at Utah State.
1: Obviously, all of us are looking at your quarterback right now, wondering how his health is and what the potential is for him to play in the upcoming weeks.
3: Oh, He'll play. He took a tough shot. He really
0: did. and He could have probably played, but just didn't feel like he could be very effective. Andrew came in and did a phenomenal job, obviously, with his legs and made some big throws to help us win that thing. But I think he'll practice without a problem. He'll be sore, but would expect on game day that he's ready to go. Completely. He's tough
3: and he's been beat up before. I think uh, just that particular night, the back was just at a point where he just didn't feel like he could be as effective as Andrew was. And, and he told us, Coach, I, I think he's got a better
2: chance of getting us through. I just don't think I can turn on the ball like I need to.
3: Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
0: Join hands at Scotty at University Federal Credit Union at the Ranches Branch on Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., 3535, Ranches Parkway in Eagle Mountain. Riley Jensen doubling down this week. He's in studio. Just spent a segment on the Aggies and the Utes and quarterbacks. And BYU, 3-0. and Sweet. How surprised are you?
1: I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. It's fun to see BYU play well. It's fun to see them. I mean, look. There's a lot of those guys that I have connections to for whatever reason. I mean, you you look at James Empey, you see him playing out there. Tyler Beatty is a fun player to watch. Jaron Hall, I mean, look, for a guy that's replacing the number 2 pick in the draft, he couldn't be more mature. He couldn't be more solid. He couldn't be – he's everything you want for their system right now. Look, Jaron Hall would be – the perfect quarterback at, in the University of Utah system right now because the the problem with Brewer was is he couldn't make the plays with his feet to get out and throw on the run. <clears throat> Jaron Hall is doing a great job of staying in the pocket when he's supposed to and then running when he's supposed to and then throwing on the run when he's supposed to. He has a really, really good sense for when to do what. In fact, with Tyler Huntley up at the University of Utah, like I felt sometimes – he was forcing the issue too much. So, like, when everyone is saying, oh, he's a great running quarterback, he was trying to show everybody they could throw. And then when he was doing pretty well run uh, throwing the ball, then he was trying to show everybody they could run, instead of just letting it happen naturally. And I feel like Jaron has a pretty natural sense for, like, when to run, when not to run. And I, I, you have to give a lot of credit to Aaron Roderick for that. And I've been very vocal about how good Aaron Roderick has been because I feel like quarterbacks are developing under him. Sure. And I think in the past at BYU... not. I, I mean, the near past. There's been times where quarterbacks haven't developed like I would. Like Jaron Hall, when he was in high school, if I were to be critical of him in high school, is that he would turn every play into a backyard football game, and he would run around because he was the best athlete on the field, and then it was it was backyard football, and he would throw the ball to a guy for a touchdown, and you go, and I'd be like, yeah, but. Can he, can he go three steps and throw a slant on third down and three and get you a first down? That was my criticism, and he's doing it. So what I like about it is, not only does he have a pretty natural sense for it, but I know that him and that he and Aaron have worked on that, because it's much better than it was when I saw him play in high school. How much of
2: BYU success right now is a product of that very thing you're speaking of, the program... Along with which is a combination of coaches and players growing up, basically.
1: Well, I, I maturing the, the 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 biggest thing that I would say about Kalani in the last two years that you start to that you're able to see that maybe you couldn't see in the first part of his career at BYU is the development of players, right? Players that are going in there that were really good high school players but are continuing to get Tyler Beatty. Is out of Payson High School, middle of nowhere. There's uh, he's he's your deal where if you're good you're good, right? And he was like, I mean, I remember watching him the first time, going, "Who the freak is this guy from Payson?" Like, he's dominating these drills, right? But he's not only done that; he's now gone to BYU, gone on a mission, come back and developed. Right, and so you're seeing it at defensive line, you're seeing it at the quarterback position, you're seeing it at offensive line, you're seeing these guys mature and grow into these really, really good football players. And it's really fun for me on a personal level to watch a guy like Isaiah Kafusi like really grow in the program. Or you watch, you know, some of these guys—they're just really fun to watch. I mean, Dax Milne. i mean, I remember seeing Dax Milne when he was like in seventh grade, like trying to compete with people wearing these like flash goggles, catching tennis balls, like. Doing all this weird stuff, and I'm like, dude, the guy's like five foot nothing. Like, how is this? And but he's pretty good. He's got a lot of hutzpah in him. But then to go and see him develop at BYU, and now he's on the Washington football team. Like, it's fun to watch them develop. I I I will always from from this point forward, I will always be an Aaron Roderick fan because look. Uh, and i think john beck does a great job by the way down in california so this is not a cut on john beck so please don't take this the wrong way at all no everybody has to choose one guy gets cr- no, 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 all the credit no, 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 the no. other guy gets none Well, Pick. what what people don't understand cuz i coach i coach quarterbacks individually i have like over 40 quarterbacks right now that i work with individually in the state of utah there's only so much you can do in an individual training session that you can't do in a team session. And you have to give a lot of credit to Aaron Roderick because he's, put, he's now put Zach Wilson and Jaron Hall in really, really good situations in practice that help them to learn and develop and know how to read a defense. You can't do that as an individual coach. The other thing that's really important about Aaron Roderick to me is that he has enough confidence to let these guys have their own swagger, to let to let Zach Wilson throw the ball sidearm or try to hurdle someone. A lot of guys, and including myself as an offensive coordinator, like you get a little bit side ah, you're breaking the rules. You're breaking the <laughs> rules. Don't break the rules. There's rules to play quarterback. And you can get caught up in the ego of that, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to really admire Aaron Roderick for just He 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 has enough confidence in himself, like, no, let him play let him play a little within these rules, right? Like he has a broader set of rules than I ever did with quarterbacks, and I think it lets him play a little bit more free. I mean, Jaron Hall hasn't been perfect, but man, he's been pretty solid. He's been pretty solid, especially for a guy that's replacing a second round draft pick, because there's a lot of expectations in that position now.
2: No question. Going forward, do you think this program can take off as it transitions into the Big Twelve?
1: I think it can if they continue to play as physical as they're playing in the trenches. Like that offensive and defensive line right now is really, really physical. They out Utahed Utah no in the rivalry game. That yeah. was that was where they won that game. Now, I thought the same thing about the University of Utah when they were transitioning to the Pac-Twelve, and I think Kalani when they was the defensive coordinator when they first transitioned, if I remember right, but I, I may not. But I was like, man, is as a defensive coordinator, are you really going to go like seven in the box and play man to man in the Pac-12? Like, how the freak? And they've done it because, like you guys have said, and I've heard you say it on the radio before, they're indoors that they weren't normally in, and they're getting guys that they didn't used to get, and so the level goes up a little bit. BYU is going to have to do that if they want to play the same time. And there's going to be a couple of growing pains in the Big 12, but I think they can play this style of defense and this style of offense in the Big 12 and win, especially if they keep recruiting the meat and potatoes that they've been doing with the offensive and the defensive line and continuing to develop them. I, look, I'm very complimentary of BYU right now. It's fun when BYU's playing well. I wish Utah had a little bit better start than what they've had because I think with Utah State at 3-0, and BYU at 3-0, and and maybe Utah at 2-1 and with a loss to BYU, like this would be really fun. I mean, it's really fun anyway to me, but it'd be really fun to be talking about football in the state of Utah right now.
0: So you look at BYU's schedule, and currently there are no ranked teams on it. Maybe USC will be ranked at the end of the year. Maybe somebody else will be between now and USC. Oh, you said UCLA was ranked. You told I'm me talking week. BYU's schedule. Oh, BYU doesn't play UCLA, so where right, they play a C? Right. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Right. So I'm just curious where you think BYU could be in trouble. Do you think they're going to sail through this Rose Bowl?
1: So there's the USC game there's there's one other game when I was looking through the schedule the other day that I read off the rest of the games to me just real well, Baylor and Virginia. And oh, it's, Boise. Baylor. Boise. it's Baylor, it's Baylor cuz it at Baylor or home? too. It's at Baylor in it. South
0: Florida this week, then they yeah. go to the Aggies, home to the Broncos, then it's at Baylor at Wazoo. Home to Virginia, and then it's Idaho State, Georgia Southern, sure, so USC. So I remember
1: looking through the schedule, thinking that they had two losses, but I didn't know which two they would be. So, so Baylor, Virginia, Utah State, USC. Those are all like those. Depending Boise? on how and Boise, Utah State? right? Like, yeah. Well, the only reason I'm throwing Utah State in there is because at Utah State, mm-hmm. and I think Utah State's playing a high level, and I think Utah State can score points. So if it gets into a shootout. Does BYU have the firepower to they shoot out? They haven't scored
0: out? 30 points in a game right. yet, so although that's... they haven't needed to. Right. And as people who, and as people, I mean not just us, our listeners, as people who laughed at win by nine, not by two, because that cost BYU a Stanford game once upon a time, you can't really,
1: you know, BYU didn't need 30. But against the Aggies, they, they, right. and but I, and, they might. They haven't, And we'll just have to see what happens. Like, I, I'm really excited about that matchup, just as an Aggie fan and a former Utah State quarterback. But I... When I look through their schedule, I could see two losses in there, and and maybe just because of a letdown, like they're, they're, you, you know. What I mean, look, it's hard to go undefeated, oh, sure. and it's yeah. hard to win Division One games, but they could also run the table and everybody's singing hallelujah, and you know all wow. that kind of stuff. Well, so like, they run the table, man. Hello, Kalani here's the, no, listen, Here's the good news. Here's the really good news about if you're a BYU football fan right now, you're going to go into every single one of these games with a healthy expectation that you could win. That's a good place to be because when you're with a team where you're like, yeah, mm, we're not yeah, we're really probably. Good. Like if you're Riley Jensen cheering for Utah State against Wazoo, and you're like, yeah, we're 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 not going to win this game. <laughs> like like going into it and then you get in the game you're like, holy crap, it's 6-5, but for some reason this offense feels kind of exciting to me and the defense is flying around, they're playing and then they're scoring and then and then they win and you're just elated. But I had no expectation that Utah State was going to beat Wazoo on the road, like none, none, and and no, and I, if they would have come out of that game and lost, I would have been like, hey, nice job, Coach Anderson, dude. Like these guys are playing a different level of football right now. Like that looked like a healthy football team, like a, a, an encouraging football team. So if you're BYU and now you beat Arizona State, you beat Utah. And we'll see how good those teams really are as we go down the season. But you've got a chance to win every these ga- every one of these games and a healthy chance to win. Not just like a like a ooh, I hope we win. Like but like you could you A-plus. can A plus. We gotta play A plus and they gotta play C. You can yeah. beat USC, you can beat Baylor, you can beat Virginia, you can beat Utah State, you can beat Boise State, and those are the five games that I'm thinking maybe they lose two of those. Well, Baylor.
2: Robbie Bosco and Jaron Hall, the only two quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good news, Jaron.
0: You get to look forward to a life of golf. Yeah. Get a lifetime cushy gig. Yeah,
1: right. Hey, man, it's got a ring. It's played pretty good in 84. Yeah, no question about I remember that. watching. I was 10. I don't. And I watched every game. I was older. I watched every game. Did you really? Yeah.
0: Every single game. That was a different. We, listen, we couldn't, you, we couldn't. We lived out of state. You couldn't when, see every game. When in that you era. were
1: when when you were living in the state of Utah between like 1980 and 1992, like BYU quarterbacks. I mean, I remember standing in the southeast corner of the end zone at Utah State University, growing up in Logan, and I couldn't believe I was watching Steve Young play. I couldn't believe that I could like they were down, they were backed up in the south end zone and he was calling the play, and I was like. Oh my gosh, that's Steve (laughs) Young. I mean, dude, I wore number eight in college at Utah State because of Steve Young. Right, like, th- there was nothing like quarterback you in the '80s. If you're growing, I mean, I mean, let's just be honest. Let's call it what it was. I know Utah State fans are gonna get mad at me right now, but come on, man. You know, like, and there was arguments in my family, like, hey, who's the greatest BYU quarterback ever? It still happens in my family, and in my family, it's not even a question. It's Jim McMahon. They're like, you don't even know, right? And I, and I don't because when he played, you're talking about like five, five to eight years old. Like, I don't. really you were, get You couldn't really analyze quarterbacks no, in the first. But they're like they're like Riley. They're like Riley. He was fast. He had a cannon. He had swagger. And where would he go to high school? Roy High School. Oh, so you don't. Really oh, they were a little bit better than the Roy High School today. Don't give me that crap, dude. You're so full of crap. Your eyes are brown right now. Don't try and play. And I back am on. a Charger. <laughs> your wife is a Charger. <laughs> well, if they win, I'm a Charger too. Listen, you can't bandwagon like that just because your wife works at to school. <laughs> bandwagon, yeah, dude, You didn't. No, no, you it. do You used to bad. call them Coral Canyon for me. You used to do it for me. You called them Coral Canyon. <laughs> not you called them Coral Canyon. <laughs> you don't. Bring don't up the bandwagon. Wagon Bring
0: up
2: the tape, Jake. F- but that was before Family. Oh, yeah. Oh. Once Family got involved, so you're involved. not really a
1: fan no, until Family not, got involved. No. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so you're family. on the bandwagon no, it's not You bandwagon. jumped on the if, wagon If
2: I was a BYU fan Just like uh, the Coveys You think the Coveys aren't rooting for Utah when they play BYU As soon as he's yes.
1: done as soon as he's and done, they're all put their BYU done, gear back on. I'll go back
2: to Brighton or Jordan or wherever. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Listen, <laughs> haven't listen, but right now, when you're drawing a paycheck, so we're watching Corner play the other night. I, I said, know. And I she said, coached this guy, and <laughs> and she taught this guy. I, and he's I, a I, fine young man, and I we t- really t- like him. I
1: told Oh, t- my t- gosh. Corner Canyon kids are the greatest kids in the history I, I mean, in the of the state of Utah. Today. You're here
0: for one hour, and this pisses
2: you off. It does kind of
0: it's piss me off. It's man.
1: You follow family. <laughs> I
2: love the lady. What can I tell you? So I tell her. I mean, her, it's revisionist history. It's not. It's, it accurate. Is. it's, There's it's, it's accurate. There's plenty of that. There's been a follow, big dose of that this morning. I'm nothing morning. but a Covey. I follow my family. So I tell her, hey, tell care of this or that. So she sees him on Monday. She says, oh, man, PK said to tell you something. I can't remember
1: what it is. And he says, well, I mean, oh, it's PK. It's probably you can kiss my bleep.
2: Listen, listen,
1: I can tell you this. If my wife was teaching or working at the rival school, I'm not a fan of that school because they're at the rival. The rival now, school. Now, my kid, my kid, if he goes, I'm like, where do we buy the hat? And where? But if my wife works there, I, oh, I don't know. That's no, because I'm just know. a better husband than you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get in the way of this that's shtick. That's probably true for other reasons, don't, but not for that reason. Don't get in the way of the shtick. Right. All right. Just let it roll. Dude, that was fun. You guys were all, like, tired and, like, not smiling. Look at you guys. You're smiling. You need a little more Riley in your life. <laughs> That's what you need. Stop by any time, Riley. All right, You're guys. always welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Riley Jensen Join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up at 9 o'clock, BJ Rains, Boise State B-Rider for the Idaho Press Tribune. He will tell you why the Broncos will wreck Riley's weekend and the weekend of Aggie fans everywhere. Get out of here. <laughs> DJ and PK it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone BJ Reigns in 15 minutes
3: for the Cougars I'm trying to break the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. BYU welcomes South Florida to Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 6 with the postgame show starting immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. (laughs) From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: DJ and PK reminding you the Salt Lake Bees open a series tomorrow against the Sacramento River Cats at Smith's Ballpark. Come out and support the Bees. It's better at the ballpark. Get your tickets at vividseats.com. We got a four pack of tickets to tomorrow night's game for caller number 12 right now at 855 340 Zone. 855 340 Zone. Be caller 12 right now on a Win Tickets Wednesday.
2: Yeah, I find what Riley Jensen is saying somewhat, uh, it, it, certainly all of it's interesting, but the, this idea of, okay, what did Utah really lose? But then you have Kyle saying that Brewer won the job based on experience. So now Cam Rising is going to make his second college start. And last year it didn't really count. At 14 plays, he's out, he's done for the season. And to me, he's going to need some opportunity to develop, right? He's a youngster. And he cool. lost two non-conference
0: games against BYU and San Diego State when he could have gotten experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not lost in the term of wins, I mean, score. I'm saying the opportunity the snaps. to experience. The snaps yeah. to just and, and so maybe it doesn't show up against Washington State. But will it show up against SC? Yeah. Or maybe that offensive line... And the receiving core aren't good enough, and they were
2: never going to beat USC okay, in the first place. Okay, but maybe not. But that's even more so You why you want him to have the experience, because then he'll know, hey, my line this year, it isn't very good, so here's what I need to do. And and they're going to do it, that.
0: I think you're going to see that right away. You're going to see him rolling away from pressure. You're going to see a lot of that. And you're going to see him create
2: something out of nothing. It stands to reason that anybody, the fifth or sixth time you're doing something... Yeah. You're probably better than the first or second.
0: And what he lost was about, uh, I don't know, 100, 150, whatever it was, snaps. That's what he lost. That's, you know, Riley says they haven't really lost anything. And from the team perspective, because they want to win a conference title, they haven't lost anything there. But that 100 to 150 snaps that Cam could have been playing in the non-conference is what they lost. And however many practice
2: reps And we don't know how much of a difference that makes because Jackson Dart, against the very same team that Cam Rising is going to play against... Came in and lit it up. Yes. But that's why it's
0: not just... If you're trying to win a conference title, it's not just about this game. It's a 10-game process.
2: Right. So maybe it doesn't matter at all. Maybe he comes in... And looks brilliant in the way that Jackson looked brilliant. I sure. thought Jackson looked brilliant. I'm not a quarterback evaluator, but I saw it there and watched the game, and thinking, wow. Yeah. And we just you're, we have not, CBS Sports on here, and they, and they, were, they were just talking about him. They were showing him yeah. while we were talking yeah. about him. They yeah. rolled the cover video at the perfect time for Right. Us. I mean, he's he just looks like a bona fide stud. I'm, I'm so excited to see what he can do.
0: One other reaction. Uh, while Riley was talking and we were talking about BYU and when are they going to lose again, we got this tweet from road wins and home losses. How ticked off are BYU fans going to be when Bronco ruins their quest for perfection? That'd be funny. Yeah, uh, that would a, be. That's a quality tweet right there. I, I, I agree. Re- irregardless of the eventual final score, that's a quality tweet.
2: Sure. And BYU he, might win
0: by 20, lose by 20, win by one, lose by one. I, I have no idea. That's too far He brought the
2: away. Quest for Perfection to the forefront with yes. that. I think they had T-shirts, if I remember correctly. 2008. Yeah, I don't know what to think of Virginia. Obviously, I'm not watching them very closely, but I do know they gave up 59 to Carolina. Hey, now. I mean, that's a lot, a lot of, points. of points. man. Geez. That is a lot of points.
0: <laughs> I scored a lot of points that game, too. I think it was 39? Yeah, 59-39. Yeah. it's a, what are you playing in? You playing indoor football over there? Yeah, I that flick, watched six? some of
2: that game. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was. I think it was on my. Uh, it was on ESPN 2. Was it on 2? I think. Oh, I thought I it was thought on it was. the ACC
0: network. Oh, maybe it was. Which no, I, I get. Right. On direct. Okay. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. Coming up next, BJ Reigns, Boise State B Rider for the Idaho Press Tribune. 10 a.m., Broncos and the Aggies. We thought one team might be undefeated, we thought the other team might be 1 and 2. Kind of flipped roles here. We'll get to that next.